This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Jonathan Alexander covers the Houston Texans for the Houston Chronicle. He used to work here in these parts. Missed a heck of a basketball game last night at PNC Arena. I know you would have had a good time at that. Uh, but let's talk a little football. I appreciate, uh, especially as the uh, the playoffs are cranking up, and congratulations to the Texans. You saw this coming, right, uh, at the beginning of the season? D'Amico Ryan's year one rookie quarterback playoffs. <laughs> I did not. I think I had the Texans as a six-win team. So. <laughs> They've uh, they've exceeded my expectations. I, I bet they've even exceeded their own expectations. So, yeah, it's been a good season for them. It, there's no question about that. A lot of that has to do with the offense. Jonathan Alexander of the Houston Chronicles here with us as we kind of, I guess, get people more familiar with the name Bobby Sloak, uh, who is the offensive coordinator and a, he had a rookie quarterback to work with. Uh, but I guess his background was more defense at the beginning of his career. And he's got a long history with the Shanahan's. He worked uh, with uh, with Mike in D.C. Uh, back, uh, you know, what, about 12, 13 years ago. Uh, then after getting out of football, worked with Kyle uh, and then flipped only a few years ago over to the offensive side. Is he a savant? <laughs> yeah, he comes from a family of coaches. Like his dad. Uh, has has been in the league, has, has coached in Canadian football yeah. league as well. So you know, coaching his mother was a track coach, and I think <laughs> an Olympian as well. So uh, they have a family of coaches and 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 just athletes. And you know, he started out in in defense, like you said. And I think he always had a desire to get into offense. His dad was a defensive mind, mm-hmm. but he always had a desire to get into offense. And, and he did that. And he said, Seth learned under Kyle Shanahan. Mike Shanahan is his mentor, um, like you mentioned briefly. And um, he's just kind of kind of learned under that Kyle Shanahan tree. He's been able to pluck stuff uh, from there. And, and as you can see, people under that Shanahan tree are having success in the NFL right now. And it's, it's, it's and, and Bobby Foe, he's a smart, smart guy who – who knows both sides of the football, and, and he'll be a good coach someday. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I once asked David Cutcliffe, former Duke coach, about what's the first thing you do with a young quarterback, and he says the first thing I do is I teach them defense. And mm-hmm. I, I, you have to know both, obviously, to be a successful quarterback in the league. Uh, so that certainly sounds like a good idea. If I had to ask you to describe what the Houston Texans are offensively, what would you say? Uh, explosive. Uh, they are, I think, second or third in the league in most uh, pass plays of, of 20 yards or more. Um, they they know how to carve up zone defenses. And as you can see, that's what happened with the Colts, even on that first play of the game mm-hmm. uh, from C.J. Stroud to Nico Collins. But they're an explosive offense. Um, they're still a work in progress. They They're not consistent very much in, in the running game and and when they're consistent in the running game, when they get the running game going then they're really hard to beat um, of course they're dealing with some injuries Tank Dell was a huge part in that but um, they still have Nico Collins who's one of the best <laughs> wide receivers who's turned out to be one of the best wide receivers in the league and then a quarterback who's going to be a future star in this league I, I don't know future, I mean he might be a star right now that's yeah. the, that's yeah, the way yeah. I mean they're already talking about 
I saw on ESPN, how many quarterbacks in the NFL would you take over CJ Stroud right now? I'm like, we have really, (laughs) we have really advanced the conversation and that's great. So, um, obviously Bobby Slowick and CJ have worked well together. Um, Mm -hmm. how has that progressed over the course of the season, uh, in terms of giving him more and more and more. And if the Panthers went that way, you know, how would he approach maybe dealing with Bryce Young? Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuiter with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013-888-843-0013 or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, I, I talked to Bobby Sork about this a couple on a couple of occasions. Uh, you know, early in the season, they kind of – they felt like they – it was Bobby Folk's first time calling plays, too, so he was kind of a rookie as well. Right. And, you know, they didn't give CJ as much. Uh, and then they started to see around that Colts game that he could handle more than what they initially thought. And they started being on the same page. The communication was great between the two. Um, and they were talking – he, as Bobby Folk said, they were talking the same language. And, and that just allowed them to – fully trust what CJ could do and, and, and like they have no uh, attachments on him, no limitations on him ever since week three. Um, it's just been full go. And that's allowed CJ to, even when, uh, you know, the offense or the first read or, or, or the play breaks down, you know, CJ is able to improvise um, because he just has a, a depth knowledge and he's on the same page with Bobby Slogan and how, how they can attack defenses. And um, they've just grown tremendously since the first game. You know, his even since he suffered a concussion, he's right. completing 75% of his passes. So uh, they're just they're, they're in one right now, in sync right now. How much autonomy does D'Amico Ryans give the, his offensive coordinator? He gives it all. Um, Bobby Floyd runs the entire offense. I actually learned this a couple weeks ago. Um, he, lets, he does provide some some input and maybe how uh, like a, a few suggestions here and there, right. but he lets Bobby completely run the offense. So Bobby's basically head coach of the offense. Well, that's that, that that's encouraging. If, uh, if Bobby Slowick was tapped by David Tepper, uh, he would only have to deal with an owner who is apparently suggesting plays. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Alexander of the Houston Chronicle. Uh, all right. How does this game shape up between Houston and the Joe Flacco led Cleveland Browns. I cannot believe I just said that out loud. I know, man. Yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be one of their tougher games. The the Texans obviously struggled the first time they met the Browns. Yep. Um, and of course, CJ Stroud wasn't playing, um, but Jim Schwartz just seems to have a, a, a stranglehold on on Kyle Shanahan tree offenses. Uh, <laughs> you see. He's had success. I, I think there was a stat that uh, I think I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's like one in fourteen Kyle Shanahan tree offenses against Jim Schwartz defenses. But like they've been the, or one in nine. I'm sorry, but they've just been that good. And I, I think CJ Stroud does make this a little bit different. Just his ability 
to to throw the accurate ball because Case Keenum just couldn't do anything. Right. Um, but I, I, I do think if the Browns are able to shut down Nico Collins and put a lot of attention on Nico Collins, then the, then the Texans have to wonder, you know, where they get offense from because they didn't get much offense from any other guys other than Nico last week. And a little bit from Dalton Schultz, who had 42 yards receiving. But outside of that, nobody caught balls. I think I think that's the biggest X factor in, in whether the Texans can get Nico Collins the ball and whether they can run it. Because outside of that, they'll, they'll be in trouble. I mean, it's just, just I, I, the the contrast between C.J. Stroud and Joe Flacco uh, in, in terms of age, experience. I mean, uh, you know, athleticism. This has to be yeah. the big at one end of the spectrum to the other. Uh, if you were ever going to put a basically a, uh, like a timeline on two quarterbacks opposing each other in a playoff game, it should be a blast. Jonathan Alexander at John M Alexander on Twitter uh, covers the Houston Texans for the Chronicle. I appreciate your time, man. Have a good time this weekend, and uh, we'll check in when you guys get to the Super Bowl. I appreciate you having me. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu.